hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the selfie show, you guys. We're giving you a little twist today. It is just going to be you and me. No guest, no one else. I just really wanted to come on and do some evergreen material with you today. This is something I have actually been wanting to do for a while. And since we started in March, I have not given Matthew a week off yet. And I was thinking, you know, it would be really nice to give him a little um, vacay from editing for a week. So I am solo today and also editing this all by myself. I am learning. Really excited about this, you guys. So please go easy on me today. But um, I really wanted to come on and do some evergreen material with you. I wanted to do something that I feel like is meaningful and I've been doing it a little bit over on Instagram, but I wanted to bring it here to you today because there's been actually a couple um, similar themes and questions that I've been getting from quite a few people and I've realized I've been kind of tapping into this idea lately and it's something that I wanted to bring here to you today and it really has to do with how I feel like I carry myself not only as a wife, but also a nurse and just sort of a way that I pioneer through life. And I think I really wanted to come on and relay this to you. So I was listening to this awesome podcast by Jay Shetty. Jay is really an interesting person. So he is a British vlogger, an author, podcaster, motivational speaker, and also a former monk. He's on YouTube, Instagram, millions of views everywhere. He's been on the Ellen DeGeneres show and he has, his podcast is called On Purpose. And this is the concept that I'm about to talk to you today was actually brought to you by Jay. But I've sort of tweaked it to how I apply this to my life and I wanted to bring it to you here today. So, Over the past few years of getting to know you, my audience, I've realized there's some things, some consistencies in the things that I say on Instagram when I'm talking about, you know, getting through the hard moments, really believing in yourself and elevating yourself and rising to occasions. Like these are some very, I would say, evergreen material moments that I have had with you and really living your life to your truest self. And here's a cold hard fact for you guys. Healthcare is tough. It is not easy. It is not for the weak of heart. And, you know, there's a lot of moments that I go through and, you know, you guys know this, I battled pretty rough burnout there for a while. I was so done. I was burnt to my core. I had been a nurse for five, six years and I was just so over it. I just couldn't bear the idea of keeping going into the hospital. And, you know, it just, for some reason, I was just, I was burnt. I was done. And I want to express this to you because it's very real. Like those feelings and it is really hard to relay and I've talked to you guys about this prior where it is really hard to try to explain to someone the feeling of literally, you know, hitting that five o'clock snooze button and knowing I have to go in and just being so exhausted and just physically feeling this, I don't know, like a burnout feeling of just not being able to do it. And 
it's interesting because I really have tapped into this idea because of that of you really need to protect your energy. You really need to find a way if you want to last in healthcare, whether you're a nurse, an RT, a doctor, a PA, an NP, it does not matter because we are in the in the business of humans. We are in the business of energy exchange and that is can be very taxing on you. So in order to provide good care, in order to survive, you really have to find a way to protect yourself as a human being. And that is something I was not doing for a while. I lost sight of that. And to be quite honest with you guys, you're also going to be meeting people in healthcare who are quite honestly nasty, demanding, rude, spiteful. And it's interesting because I find myself answering a lot of DMs and and talking to my my people, people that I mentor daily, you know, and and just engage with. And their their questions consistently is, Tori, how do you overcome this? Like how do you battle through these feelings and the burnout and just trying to stay true to who you are and still last in this industry of healthcare. And at the very core of who I am, I can tell you this and something that I have gotten very, very adamant about. I have put on mental armor. I have really tapped into this idea of overcoming and tapping into the idea that I can do hard things, but with softness. And there's actually been a lot of really interesting studies on this. How to, how your, how your alter ego, aka your executive function, helps you to achieve difficult tasks. And when you really get down to this, when you're really like kind of breaking it down, I was listening to this podcast by Jay and I just, I, I felt it so strongly. I was like, I have to bring this to you guys because there is really a lot of power in physiologically detaching. When you are able to distance yourself And this really wasn't something I was tapping into until recently. And I will tell you guys this. Part of this does come from my upbringing. Um, Anyone who knows my father knows this. He is a bit of a general. He's very tough. My dad is 80 years old as perspective, you guys. I'm 31. And my dad grew up in a very generation. He was born in 1940, right? Kids were seen and not heard then. Um, my dad, I think part of the reason why I handle tough personalities, aka surgeons, healthcare providers who need to look you directly in the eye and hear a very fast answer, like that was what I, I lived that, that, that was my dad. My dad is, is very tough. He's very hard. And, but it's interesting because I've had to take, you know, so what I'm getting at with that is tough personalities. I I can handle that. Um, but I was having a hard time really understanding or getting to the core of how do I survive here, like in this healthcare space? Like, how do I do this? And what am I doing that is is getting me into a better 
place. I'm in a better mental place than I was. What am I doing? How am I doing that? And so I listened to this amazing podcast and I wanted to bring it to you here because I think there are some really interesting key points that really have helped me and I wanted to bring it to you. So here we go. Five steps for channeling your alter ego. What? Tori, did you just say alter ego? Yes, yes, you guys, that is what you heard. Okay, so alter ego, Latin for other eye. This is an amazing concept and something that I think I have been doing throughout my practice or more recently even or tapping into it again. And I think it's really something that has helped me prevent becoming emotionally bankrupt. This is a way for me to fulfill my moral, emotional, spiritual cup and a way for me to really kind of tap into this almost like different version of myself. And this is not like the idea of like you're faking it, right? It's like fake it till you make it. This is a way for you to pull yourself out of a situation, It's a skill. This is a skill and a really great way to almost like mentally distance yourself. And it really, when when you do this, when you tap into something like an alter ego, you're able to put yourself in a space to step back and really examine what you're doing from a different perspective. It really empowers you. You can almost detach and get this overall calmness. And something that's really interesting is there's been some studies on this, on how people are able to perform at peak levels or how they're able to really tap into something and channel that alter ego. And there's a lot of science actually to back this up. And what I'm talking about is the executive function of your brain the ability to achieve difficult tasks. And something that I've realized that I have really tapped into is really being able to kind of like almost alter ego myself into this overall calmness. Um, But it's a powerful calmness. Like I am able to tap into that. And I think it's a real skill and something that I didn't realize I was really doing. And it is something that I am actively doing every day on my shifts. And this is not a skill that has an age, right? It's like you start as this, you know, when you're a kid, you start this pretend play of who you're going to be. And fast forward to, you know, now you're like thinking of yourself like Beyonce, right? Beyonce is the ultimate alter ego where you can just like flip your hair and, you know, do just something fabulous and put on that alter ego and get shit done. So I, but there are very strategic steps to do this. And I wanted to bring it to you because I think this is great. I think I really want you to be able to rise to those occasions, to believe in yourself, to really overcome hard things and those nasty people and protect your energy and really tap into what makes you happy about working in that healthcare space. So I want to go through the five steps. So step number one, I want you to list a quality or skill that you want more or less of and how it would impact your life. 
So something that you wish you had, maybe it was more confidence. Maybe it's you want to be a better listener. Maybe it's you want more strength. So I want you to say, if I was more blank, my life would be more blank. And create a positive affirmation. You pick someone who has that quality. And we're going to move to step number two. You're going to make a short list of five people whose qualities you admire. And it could be a hero, a heroine, someone who embodies those things that you want to channel. I want you to break down that list a little farther. Pick one to two people and really think about what intrigued you about them. What do they really represent to you? And really break down those characteristics. So for example, let's say the example would be like your mom, right? And you want to be a mom like your mom. Well, what was it about her that you really want to embody? Was she a good listener? Did she make you home-cooked meals? How did she cook for you? What was it that you really loved about your mom? Okay. Number four, I want you to start creating your alter ego. Isolate one to three qualities that you want to channel in a particular situation. So a perfect example here is, and it doesn't have to be gender specific, you guys. It, it, does, it, can even, it doesn't even have to be human. Like, for example, Kobe Bryant, he used Black Mamba. That was his alter ego. And when he st- set foot on that court, that is who he became. Step number five. You're going to choose a symbol, something to help you invoke those situations. So that way, when you want these qualities, when you want to bring them forward, you can bring them forward. So this is something that typically does not have much meaning to it, but is meaningful to you. So maybe it's a piece of jewelry or a briefcase, right? So I'm going to take you through each one of these things and sort of break it down of how I use it in my daily because I do think actually that's a big part of why this was so important to me and why I wanted to bring it to you. So in step one, listing the qualities or skills that I wanted more of. So for me as a nurse, I really wanted to be more confident and I wanted to be stronger. I, when I really think of the qualities that I wanted, I wanted to be effective. I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be also kind. I wanted to be someone that people look up to. These are all very important to me. Applying that to step number two, my short list of people. So when I was thinking of people who really have affected my life, there's actually a group of nurses, three or four nurses who I first met who I really wanted to embody. But it's interesting because in step two, I actually have a couple other people that I really respect and they're in different areas of my life. So for example, my aunt and my mom as as wives and mom and, and mothers. And then many of you know this, I listen every single week when it is released, uh, the Him and Her show. That's my favorite podcast to listen to, Lauren Bostick. I think of her as a podcaster. When I think of Instagram and being an influencer, sorry, I hate that word, content creator, whatever, I think of Katie Duke. When I think of 
content creating and my days off, I really vibe on Kristen Cavallari. I love her vibes. I think she's stunningly beautiful. She's a wife. She's well, not a wife anymore, but she's a mom. She's killing it. She's just her chicness, her vibes. I just really love that. And so what I'm getting at is all these people, these nurses, you know, my mom and my my aunt, Lauren, Katie, Kristen, they're all very, very powerful women. And they represent something in my life. And each one is a slightly different setting, right? One is is at work. One is at home in my relationship. One is as a podcaster. One is, you know, the the personality that I'm bringing to you on Instagram or, you know, wherever those platforms are. So there's different people for different aspects of my life. Those people that embody those qualities. So in step number three, I pick from those people and what intrigues me about them, right? Like what do they represent to you? So for example, my mom, my mom is the most selfless mother that anyone could ask for. She at the drop of a dime will do something for me or my brother. My aunt is the most, was the most wonderful wife. Like I, the relationship that she and my uncle had truly is something that I want so badly in my relationship. And so I really embody that in my relationship with Jacob. When it comes to my hustle vibes and being a an entrepreneur and really trying to find my aesthetic and who I am. Kristen Cavallari, you guys, like I freaking love her. I love her chicness. I love her style. I love how she's, you know, she's really open about how she interacts with her children and creating a business and balancing being a mom. Like I really respect that. Lauren Bostic as a podcaster, I don't need to say anymore. She's just ridiculous and amazing. And I love how confident she is. I really try to embody that. I really try to sort of tune into being that little alter ego of myself. And to really, it takes a lot of confidence to do that. And I, I don't always feel like I have that. I really don't feel like at the core of who I am, this is super natural. Like this is definitely a skill that I am having to learn. And I really tap into her energy and how she and how prepared and, and educated she is on her guests. So I really try and embody that. And then Katie, I just freaking love her. She is as a, as a, I would talk in the social media space, very authentic, very honest, very just, I really respect her. And I think that's something that I try and bring to you. And of course, in my own way, I think it's always good to put your own flair on it. But you know, when I'm breaking that down, those characteristics and what intrigues me about them and what they represent to me, I'm really breaking down those qualities of each person. And I really want to bring them in that different aspect of my life. And then of course, step four, creating that alter ego. So I'll tell you guys, when I go into the hospital, I'm definitely, when I tune into the nurses who I respect and I vibe, that is, I want to be just like them. I want to be those nurses who walk onto the unit in a certain way that people respect and love and want to be around and can listen to. And, you know, that is important to me because that translates even in your patient care. 
You know, when I feel so confident and good in what I'm doing, it really translates. And I just have this vision of, you know, when I started as a nurse, there was this group of nurses that I just loved and they were so confident and good and just, you know, they just knew what they were talking about and they had this sort of aura and essence about them. And, um, you know, one of the nurses, I just, I remember her, she was sort of a newer charge nurse at the time. And Lisa Elliott, if you're listening to it, this is, I'm referring to you. She's just one of those people that she's so knowledgeable about being a nurse, a NICU nurse specifically. And yet she was someone who, for me, she would never make me feel inferior or less than. She would always take the time to educate me. She would always take the time to, for example, if I needed help starting an IV, she would take the extra step to show me some tips and tricks. And she was so kind about it and helpful and genuine. It's so genuine, so genuine, you guys. And I just remember always being like, I I want to be that. I I wanted to vibe that and that's the nurse I wanted to become. I had another nurse, Jessica Chen, who I just love her. She was hysterical and funny and um, just, oh God, such a badass nurse. And she's just someone that knows her shit, but she's also fun. And I think that's a really cool aspect to bring, right? So I'm really kind of tapping into and creating this person in step four, creating that alter ego for myself of who am I on the unit? Who am I bringing into the hospital every day? And I will tell you guys, sometimes I'm intense. I have moments where like, I am hard on my preceptees sometimes just because I feel like I want them to have that feeling of like it's not all gushy, it's not all sugar, but I still want to be the person that's approachable. I want to be someone that you know you can go to for X, Y, and Z. I think that's really important, but I also want to be someone that gets shit done, right? So it's sort of this, I'm creating that for myself. And then in step five, choosing your totem or the symbol or the thing you want to invoke. And so I'm going to be honest, for me in the hospital setting, it's really funny because when he was saying like, you know, it could be an object that doesn't mean anything. Well, for me, honestly, that's my scrubs. When I put on my scrubs, you guys, I want to feel and look a certain way. That's how I am. I am a look good, feel good girl. And to me, putting my hair up and maybe throwing on those eyelashes every now and then. And, you know, I'm very much a look good, feel good person. I just really think that that is something that is important to me and helps me bring my best self to my bedside. Or, you know, for example, at home, when I am home and I, you know, I'm working on content, like there are days, don't get me wrong, where I'm scrub, I don't care, my energy's down, I'm tired, you know, I'm just going to do my workout. But honestly, when I'm putting on my gold necklaces, and I have like my little layered moment, and I have, you know, I love mixing my metals, I feel like it's just, it's something that it puts in me where I'm like, oh yeah, like, that's my Kristen Cavallari moment where I'm like, oh, I feel good. I'm kind of like badass vibes. And it's important to me. That's something that just really brings out the person that I want to become. And to be very honest with you guys, it's not always easy for me. There are days and I have opened up with you about this, about struggling through my own personal anxieties. And I will tell you this, podcasting for me has been a big transition. I do get some anxiety feeling like, am I going to get some backlash? Am I going to say something that doesn't 
that that makes someone upset? Am I going to not agree with people and have someone, you know, I, I struggle with that because at the core of who I am, I really am a people pleaser. But here's the thing. I am learning very quickly that putting on my mental armor with my alter egos is really helping me push forward. And, you know, when I'm thinking of my podcasting, for example, you know, I really vibe into what Lauren Bostic has to say and how she handles it. And it's kind of like, I'm going to come and share with you how I am doing things, or I want to platform all these people and what they're doing. You can take it or leave it. And I think that's another message too, is as far as social media goes, something that I really feel very strongly about is if you don't, if you're listening to something or seeing something or consuming something that you don't like or you don't agree with, turn it off. Like walk away. You don't have to consume that. And I think rather than having this super overly charged emotion all the time, which I don't think is really healthy, to be honest. I don't think having overabundance of supercharged energy is really good. It's not good for me. And maybe it is for you, but it's not good for me. So I have to walk away. And that is fine. And I think that's sort of my other alter ego of being like, look, like I'm not going to let things affect me. I'm going to be above it. I am going to be so above it. I don't need to have an argument with you about something that I know I'm not going to change your mind on. I know I need to stand my ground when I'm advocating for my patient. I know that I need to look good, feel good to have these super powerhouse vibes. That's how I am. And I think that it's really interesting because I really channel into those alter egos to really create this amazing life. And it's not, and as I said, you guys, it's not always easy. But I do know it is something that is really important to me and a big piece of what has really been helping me lately, both at the bedside and also in my personal life. You know, we're having to battle a lot of things right now. And I do think putting on that mental armor and knowing your boundaries and when to say no and to really put on that ego of, you know, that alter ego who are you, you know, what helps you get through your day the most effectively? And, you know, what kind of mom do you want to be? What kind of nurse? What kind of doctor? What kind of PA, NP, um, partner? You know, there's so many different things that you can tap into. And I think it's really interesting because we think of things so black and white. And to be honest, I love living in the gray. I love that. That is how I live. And I think being able to kind of have these different alter egos in yourself um, and tapping into that really, really is, is, is important. It's been very important for me to kind of get back to, you know, what is making me happy and, you know, really being able to also take leaps that I never would have done. I have done things now that I never would have done if I had just sort of settled into my own little mind. Like, you know, making the decision to leave my first hospital to go travel, uh, that, that I had to tap into some really powerful moments because I didn't know if I was ready. I had no idea, you know, 
starting this podcast, you guys, that has been a whole adventure. And trust me, like I have really had to tap into this idea of this inner power that I have. And I have no idea, but I really wanted to share this with you today because I do think it's important and I want to give you the tools to really make yourself successful and to last. And, you know, we're not really talking a lot about that as much in the healthcare world. You know, we're talking about the burnout and we're talking about the fact that we all have it, but we're not really tapping more into, well, how do you protect yourself? How do you, you know, I, you know, it's the same thing with Rona, right? It's like we were all talking about the virus, blah, blah, blah. But then we weren't talking about the solution or, or the prevention. Like, how do we prevent it? Or how do you maximize your health? I am, that is, that is my place. I love that. And I think being able to really protect your mind and tap into the core of who you are and really sticking to that. And sometimes you need an alter ego to really do that. I mean, I do. I need a little bit of that mental armor. And I like being able to displace myself and sort of take myself out of the situation and almost be like outside or above it and just say like, okay, this is how I'm thinking of it. Whatever the situation is, I need to stick up for my patient. I need to be a better partner. I need to be a better friend, you know, whatever it may be. And really tap into the things that make me that better person. And so I really hope that this is a tool that you can use going forward. Because honestly, we could all use a couple extra tools in our tool belt. And this is one that I think is just really important. And, you know, as I said, burnout's real, guys. It, it's going to happen at some point. And I think being able to shift and find your inner most strength strengthful, powerful, strengthful, doesn't really make sense, but powerful person is really important. So I hope you guys enjoyed this little nugget today of some evergreen material. I I just really wanted to bring this to you because you guys know me. I like the life hacks. I want to know what's the latest and greatest. I want all the tips. I want you to pull back the curtain. I want to hear the real tea. What is going on? So I really wanted to bring this to you and I hope to actually continue to be able to do this. And, you know, if you guys like this, let me know. I mean, I really like knowing and I know when I listen to the podcast that I really love, they are, you know, occasionally will drop like a solo and talk about their latest things. And I thought that this one was just something that I I had to bring to you. So, Thank you so much, you guys, for being here with me. I cannot tell you the level of happiness, joy, amazingness it brings when I receive a DM, a text, the rate, the reviews. It's just, it's so meaningful. It's, I I could not be more thankful for everything that you guys bring to this community. I'm so thankful for it and to be able to platform all of these these amazing people, the resources, the amazing things that are going on here in the healthcare space. I have some really amazing people coming up for you. And um, so as you guys know, we have started with some small selfie swag. So if you leave a review for us, leave your Instagram handle in the review and I will be sending over you guys 
some super cute stickers and our selfie badge reel featuring Selena, our selfie icon. Not to mention the fact that we now officially have selfie podcast masks. So if you guys are interested, head over to our link in the bio. It is the first thing at the top. We did a collab with Brave Gowns and we now officially have a mask. It is $12. We have a black, white, and pink one if you are interested. Make sure you are following us on our Insta at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can find all of our episodes on www.tipsfromtory.com and check out these show notes below you guys i load them up with tons of information for you i am going to link jay shetty's podcast below lots of amazing resources there thank you so much you guys for being here with me i cannot wait to get back to our guests next week and have a wonderful week you guys catch you next time These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.